What's up, After Buzzers? We are back here covering another Facebook watch show, and it is amazing. Uh, we are here covering Queen America. We have pageant queens, pageant queens coaches, and so, so much to talk about. So stay tuned. You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz It's like the perfect oh, intro song for this. She's this was in uh, Miss Congeniality. Oh, heck yes. So, love it so much. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to the after show for Queen America. Taylor and I are here breaking it down. We have so much to discuss. We're going to be talking episodes one, two, three, and four of this first season. Um, we're going to be talking about the contestants, their coaches, the rivalries, uh, the weight issues, and uh, the overall just funness of it all. And of course, at the end of the episode, you'll want to stay tuned because Taylor has some amazing news and gossip for us. And a little trivia I hear. Is that it, Taylor? Heck yes. You know, we got to continue the streak. streak (laughs) Always with the trivia. Yeah. (laughs) So first and foremost, um, on episode one, what were your kind of your, you know, well, no, we've seen episode one, two, and three, and four, as I'm mentioned what were your overall thoughts in terms of what you've seen so far see i was like hooked on the show sort mm-hmm. of like right off the bat and i was super excited sort of going into it just because i think facebook watch has been putting out so much quality content um obviously we covered sacred lies together which was their first show back in the summer and then they had sorry for loss which was great with elizabeth olsen and so it was really exciting for them to kind of branch into a sort of dark comedy mm-hmm. and i think katherine Zeta jones is just like so great and everything and this was no exception she's like absolutely killing it she's like born for this role you know she she is just doing, I mean, the most. She's so, so good in this character. I'm so impressed by this accent of hers, too. Yes, because she doesn't, I, I don't know where she's from, but she definitely does not have a southern accent like that. No, she, she's, uh, damn, she's really just killing it. Um, yeah, did, did you have any prior knowledge, or what's your prior, any knowledge about this pageant world? So, basically, my prior knowledge has come from media and television, things like that, like miscongeniality, like we were talking about, Whip It. I actually did write a screenplay that took place in the pageant world, so I had to do a little bit of research through that, but it was very much the same sort of dark comedy tone, Mm -hmm. so I don't know, like the real sort of pageant side but I have seen a lot of TV and movies that sort of surround the subject and I think it's like absolutely just fascinating it really is I think uh, same thing as you I've the only knowledge I really have of this is from movies uh, and they always have a satirical look on it you know uh, the ones I can think of is uh, Miss Congeniality which is why I opened with this song but uh, that was more I guess more romantic comedy and it was fun Um, I really highly recommend that show if you haven't seen it Um, Little Miss Sunshine Mm -hmm. also which talks that deals with this but uh, we'll make sure to bring in some um, people from the pageant world uh, an upcoming episode so we can kind of have their take on everything. Because I wonder if this is uh, all fun and games or if it's a little, do they push a little too far? I personally highly enjoy it. But let's get more into it, uh, especially with this first episode. What were your overall, kind of like your first impressions of each character as we got to get to know them a little bit? Uh, you talked a little bit about Vicky uh, as a character. Um and I was personally surprised by her, kind of like her secret child. Yeah, I think that's a really sort of interesting thing that they decided to incorporate, um, especially because obviously she and Bella are very, very different, but they also have some like similarities. And her relationship with her sister I thought was like really fun to see too. I thought their sort of fight scene at the end where she's, you know, critiquing what they're eating and all of this stuff and 
and um, and I hope that we get to see a little bit more of like their childhood and get more sort of insight into their past because we've gotten little hints about it. Um, they obviously didn't grow up rich or anything. And their mom, I, I think that they sort of have um, hinted that she was also very strong-willed and sort of um, aggressive in a way. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really excited to see sort of how that has informed both of these characters. Yeah, me too. That was an intense fight. That was usually when we, we see things that are um, like some bitch slaps or whatever, but this was a full-on punch. It was really, really exciting. Yeah. So uh, I really this tension between these two sisters, and it was really kind of saddening just to find out that she has a secret child, but she's her niece, and they're somewhat still involved, but there's really that disconnect between their authenticity and what's really going on. And I was really saddened when I heard Bella just, you know, she kind of, it seems like she's trying to say it doesn't really bother her that much that um, her aunt slash mother that she doesn't know of is so in, uh, involved with this these pageants and like aesthetics and things like that. But it was saddening to me because it seemed like she was comparing herself to those pageant queens. I did really, I do really like that relationship though, because I feel like in a lot of other shows we would have, you know, Vicky's character being the stereotypical, like, oh my gosh, you need to like lose weight, you know, all of this stuff, but she doesn't necessarily, which I think is like really cool. Like, she's not a villain, you know, she's like much more complex than that, and she obviously does really care about her health, but at the same time, like, you. You have to understand Bella's point of view, too. You know, that conversation in the car where she's like, well, if it was anyone but me, you would laugh me off the stage. And I think that, in a way, she is right because they do critique even, um, you know, even even the other girls in the in the room like Samantha doing her own hair, doing her own makeup. And so I think if it was anyone else, I don't I don't know that Vicky would be, you know, super accepting of them. So it's just a very sort of layered relationship that's really fun to watch. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you just said. I, I really think this Bella character is going to, through this season, really challenge her and her opinion of everything because, um, yeah, it's some of this is just taking to an extreme and it seems that everyone has a different theory when it comes to pageants. You have some certain characters who are like, no, this is, this is a scholarship program and it's really for education. Some people are more using it for popularity and power and it's just I love seeing what everyone's take on this is yeah Um, and everyone's so passionate about it yeah every there's no just like uh you know lukewarm opinions like it's either you're all in Mm -hmm. or you like hate it i feel like it's very much like a divisive thing it really is um and this episode again we got to meet all the characters in this pilot episode which was really cool i love her relationship with her uh gay best friend and who's also on her team of coaches i agree i thought she was really really neat and she, she has a good little team with her they're they're not the nicest yet they they seem very effective at their job so much so that their um, little trainee becomes crowned queen. She does for a second, for only for a, a second. Hot second there, <laughs> for only a second, and that, my friend, takes us to episode two, where everything comes crashing down, and um, she herself crashes into a. I think it was a Chinese Noodle Express. Noodle Express. <laughs> Which I thought was such a funny choice. It's <laughs> just because, like, they're always talking about you know you can't eat carbs, you can't eat. Dairy. Noodle Express is what brings her down, finally. <laughs> yep. Oh, poor girl. Uh, or poor poor girl or not so poor girl. What, what are your thoughts? Do you think they're too harsh on her for making her lose a crown? I think that it's complicated. I do think it's unfair in a way because she wasn't the one driving. It was her boyfriend. stupid boyfriend. 
And I have to say, in episode one, she, um, Vicky was like, stay away. She took her phone, right? And she was like, stay away from that boy today. And that today was a key word because as soon as the thing was done that night, she was like partying it up. Vicky knows what she's doing. Like, she's tough love, but you better listen to her or else, you know, things are going to not go your way. She knows what she's talking about. Yep. If you want that crown and you want to keep that crown, listen to Miss Vicky. Exactly. Um, because this question of like, were they, was it fair or not fair? Um, when it comes to these pageants, they're held to a higher standard, right? And they're supposed to represent uh, a region, a state, and then eventually the America, right? So it's kind of like a president, you know, you have to show show face. Yeah. And I think that that, you know, having a scandal so close to when you were just crowned kind of puts that into question. So I kind of understand where they're coming from. Maybe, yes, it was a little harsh, specifically because she wasn't driving and they could have used this as a PSA. And I think she even proposed that herself. They they always can find a way to twist it. (laughs) Yeah. But I do have to say I'm glad that it didn't go that way because now we're we're getting to know more and more about Samantha. And I'm really learning – like I'm really growing with this – growing to love this character. She's she's very layered. She's very sweet. Um, I I like her. What about you? Yeah, I love her. I kind of loved her since sort of the first time we were introduced to her. She's just like I wouldn't say she's a pathetic character, but she like definitely like she's, she's a misfit. <laughs> she is, and you can like really empathize with her. Like she's falling. She's doing her own hair. She's stealing the food from the little buffet. I thought that was like super heartbreaking. But she she is she's there for different reasons than everyone, which I think is a very interesting, you know, kind of part of it. She's not doing it because she wants to, you know, necessarily even be the best or be famous. She is doing it because this is the way that she can pay for college and she wants an education. And so I think that it's really neat to sort of have her. I feel like she's our entry point in a way like Vicky is on one side of things, but then Samantha's like the one that everyone can relate to a little bit more. And so it's really exciting to see more and more of her perspective and to finally see her world and Vicky sort of collide at the end of episode two. Yeah, I I really enjoyed that. I, um... I was I'm I think my one of my favorite scenes of this episode was just how Vicky just blew up at Mr. Bishop because he was trying to get her drunk and he he was trying making out with uh Samantha. That was some zingerous man. She was just going at it. I yeah. I, I was like, "Yes, Vicky, go for yeah. it." I loved that scene too and I also like directly after that it, which sort of paralleled to me, like, the scene between Vicky and Haley where she, or, well, I guess what happened to Haley in that it wasn't necessarily her fault that the, you know, car crashed, but she's still going to be blamed for it. Mm -hmm. And so after the whole thing with Rick um, and Samantha happened, Vicky was like, listen, the first time this happens, you're someone who's being preyed on by this gross guy. The second time it happens... They'll put his penis on a wall, I think. Yeah. said something like that. She crushes him (laughs) over and over. But the second time it happens like no one's gonna want anything to do with you and she says it's i'm not saying it's right i'm just saying that's how it is and i think that's a big theme of this whole show is like none of this may be right in ways necessarily but that's just kind of how it is and you have to learn and adapt or you're not gonna survive it yeah i love that i think that's such a layered conversation you're so right bringing that point up it's it is the way it is, and I think these characters in this show are there in their own way there to challenge it, challenge these, th- yes, these notions, for sure. which I think is super, super cool. And you know what I know is super cool, too? 
is here at AfterBuzz. We provide content for all your favorite TV shows. That's right, Taylor. We do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> if you love, you know, reality TV, if you love dramas, comedies, sci-fi, oh my gosh, sports, we have an after show to cover those genres. So I tell you guys listening, make sure that you subscribe on our YouTube page on iTunes also while you're at it. Uh, and make sure you, you, if you don't want to get the YouTube notifications, those get a little annoying, you can unsubscribe to them. Yeah. But it really helps us grow as a network. And it also helps you as a viewer because you'll see in your um, YouTube feed, you'll get suggestions that you know you already like. Uh, because if you, again, if you subscribe to anything AfterBuzz related, you're going to have content that kind of shows up that you like. So it really helps us. It helps you. Do it. We love you. And you know what? We'll love you so much that we might shout. We will. We will. And there's no might. We'll there's shout no you might. out. <laughs> we will, guys. If you do it, we'll shout you out on air. Um, and while we're, you're at it, make sure to leave us a comment. We love reading those. And we're really, really excited to be with you and just kind of keeping this conversation going throughout the seasons and even, you know, later on. So thank you guys for that. And with that being said, let's head into episode three. Let's do it. I loved episode three. Too. It's a good episode. Good episodes. Uh, we get to kind of hear more about Samantha's world and her. It looks like her mother is not really involved. Um, we don't know to what extent, but she's physically not there at least. Uh, her father seems to be working a lot. And then her brother is kind of, uh, he's a little mean. He's a little not the nicest there. At least he's not supporting her. Yeah. Would you like a brother like that? No. <laughs> but I mean, I. I think that I do understand where he's coming from too just it kind of would feel like she changed overnight in a way and all of a sudden she I mean she earned it like there is a skill you know with pageants and stuff but like to him it doesn't seem like she did anything to earn this like she put on a dress and now she gets to live in this fancy house and have all these people kind of fawning over her you know what I mean so I understand that maybe he's perhaps a little jealous I understand but like I I need you to be the supporting brother who's like listen I am proud of you just like she actually said in the prior episode you've taken what you know is your strength and you're really, you know, using that to get ahead in life. And that's not, there's nothing bad about that. And it's actually smart of you. And the fact that you're uplifting your life is going to in turn help me, right? Later on in the episode, she goes in and she's dropping off these grocery store, uh, grocery bags and all she's these things. She's so selfless. Like, she's really finding time for everyone else still. Yeah, because she could be like, all right, peace. Yeah. But that she comes back and you're with your friends getting high and criticizing her and just saying that the only reason she has a leg up in life is because the way she looks. No, my friend, the reason why she has a leg up is that, yes, she uses her quality, her physical qualities, but not only, just to get ahead and to be part of something bigger. And I don't know. I wanted to, I was, I was talking to my screen. I was like, no, <laughs> I don't like you. No, I completely get that. He definitely, I hope he comes around, you know? I hope they, that he understands why she's doing what she's doing, what she's doing, you know, takes more talent than what he thinks, and they can sort of have yeah. a better relationship. And it's going to help him and the family in turn. So, I don't know. Uh, but she, um, it's funny because Vicky, there's this conversation about they're trying to figure out what her talent is. And she was like, oh, I can talk about because in the first episode, it was six. She wanted to talk about how sex slavery is just not OK. And they don't like that. They don't think it's PC. They just don't. Think right. It's- because it has to all be pretty and it has to be digestible. And that's kind of a, another piece of the satire of it, I think. Yeah. Very true. Very true. And so she says, what about bullying? I can speak against bullying. And Vicky doesn't believe that she's been bullied because of the way that she looks. Did you think that was a surprising response? 
No, I kind of understand like where Vicky's coming from too, but but I but it's also like Samantha is deeper than you know what she's showing everyone, and just because she doesn't complain about it all the time doesn't mean that she's not you know going through all these hardships. And although I guess I guess now that you mentioned, I was a little surprised because she like. Vicky is bullying her, essentially, in different ways, especially when she was kind of talking, like, behind her back with Haley and all of them, because mm-hmm. she, in this world, she very much is, like, would be the target of bullying. Like, she doesn't have enough, you know, money to do all of this stuff, so I don't know. I mm-hmm. guess sort of in the middle. Like, she does have the looks, but it's, like, in this world, like, that's yeah. not even the most important thing, necessarily. It's all about, like, the financials of it. Yeah, that's it. so that's the financials is a big issue. This idea of uh, sponsors keeps coming up, and they're like, okay, we need to find sponsors because they've lost some of the people that you typically work with. And on top of it, um, as they were saying, she is a girl that they've never really worked with this type of girl before because she doesn't have any, any family supporting them. She doesn't have any travel budget. She doesn't have any wardrobe. There's a lot, a lot of things she doesn't have. And all of those things require money. And in pageant world, you get that through sponsors. Vicky doesn't have the money to put that up herself, right? It's a whole business. So through that, they have to seek out this Regina. And we get introduced to this Regina character. I love her so much. Okay, why so? Well, okay, first of all, it's Judith Light, who <laughs> is just a phenomenal actor. She's been in a ton of stuff. I know her from Law & Order SVU, personally, but she's so great. And I think she's just such a fun sort of, not competitor, but like someone who can go toe-to-toe with Vicky. Because there's not that many people that can do that, but Regina is one of the few. And so just seeing those two interact is just a treat, you know? Yeah. It really is. There, oh, I I love how she called when she they finally walk away from that exchange where she says Regina, magnificent bitch from hell, and she's like, thank, thank you, you. <laughs> so good. It was so good. I love that moment. I really love that moment. Uh, but ultimately, uh, she uh, she decides to help. So I'm excited to see more of her. Uh, before the end of episode three, I really enjoyed this little exchange. We see Bella come back. Yes. And her and Samantha having this conversation. Bella's kind of giving her the looking her up and down. And she's like, do you always dress like that? Because she's wearing that that, <laughs> that dress. Um, like over her sports brawl, too, which I thought was so funny. Yeah. I was like, all of this girl. <laughs> I was I was hoping I hope maybe it'll happen later on, but I was kind of like, oh, I wonder if Bella's going to see that she's not like your regular pageant contestants, as you know that you she's probably seen before. This girl's a little different, but that didn't happen just yet. Uh, what did you think of their interaction? I kind of called it. I was like, there's no way Bella's just like being nice to her to be nice to her. And so when it kind of came back to bite her, when she's like. The Civil War in Brussels, like, at the whole dinner. I was like, oh, no, oh, this no. girl. But oh, I agree. No. I can I can kind of sense a friendship maybe happening between them later just because they both do sort of feel, you know, not in the right place in their own ways. And I think that at the end of the day, they both are, like, good sweet girls like yeah. and they're real you know what i mean i don't think either of them are they really have fake. substance yes. yeah exactly yeah they have substance so and- i can fi- i can see them kind of finding their way back to each other and like forming an unsur- or a surprising friendship later down the road yeah I- i'd like to see that uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that in prediction so guys make sure you stay tuned for that because we have some cool theories i can't wait to see what taylor has in stock <laughs> for us you also have some news and gossip so we'll have to get to that 
as well. So much exciting things on this after show. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> um, so is there anything you want to bring up in terms of episode three or do you want to head into episode four? Let's just go right to four. Yes. Four is so good. <laughs> okay. So I wanted to hear that. Uh, and guys, we are cramming four episodes in one after show. Moving forward, we'll just do, I believe, one a, uh, a week. One or two. One or two. Because the release schedule's a little, a little yeah, funky. We'll, <laughs> a little funky. But uh, if there's anything that you w- would have liked us to discuss more in depth about these previous episodes, again, please, uh, the comment section is where that's all going to happen. So leave us a comment, less, uh, your, your thoughts of storylines and things like that, and we'll keep the conversation going. But for now, we're going to be talking about episode four. And let's talk about just this intense training that Samantha's going through. I really enjoyed this. <laughs> I did too. She is getting straight up tortured. Like, between getting spray tan and, like, having her butt contoured, which I think is, <laughs> that was so hilarious. And um, we have, like, Mary doing a lot of the training too, and I think we haven't talked about her character a whole lot, but I'm really excited to see where she goes too, because she's ruthless. I think she's a little bit bitter, considering she was in Samantha's exact same position and obviously didn't get to come up from her run up spot and sort of yeah you know experience what she is experiencing and then a couple episodes back we have that sort of little comment from vicky about her going to a meeting and like having a drinking problem Mm -hmm. so i hope that we see that explored more because that was like sort of a throwaway moment but i feel like yeah that explains a lot of her character and what how she's behaving yeah because she's they they all seem a little you know they all have their issues, for sure. You know, they're really invested in these young girls looking beautiful and competing against each other, so that's already something. Uh, but she particularly has a lot of anger and resentment in her, and I think it must be, you know, a lot of regret and then yeah. the whole alcohol thing. So I'm excited to see where that – what happens with that. Um, after the tr- From the training, we have the – they do the fake interviews to figure out how she's going to answer the questions. So funny. So good. And it was smart. I learned a few things from Vicky that you kind of just, there's a way to, an- when someone asks you a question, there's a way to answer the question you want, even though it's not fully what you've been asked. And I was like, oh, that's very smart because that would, that slides in the in the pageant world. And I'm sure that would slide in real life as well. Yeah. I mean, you just kind of have to twist it a little bit. I think one of my favorite quotes is when, when um, Sam was talking about how she doesn't know that she believes in God. She believes in an energy and she puts God in air quotes. And he's like, please, please do not put the word God in air quotes. I thought that was just like, I was laughing out loud during that moment. It was just hilarious. Uh, but after she puts them in, in quotes, that's when they decide to go to church. Yep. And I was surprised because it seemed that Vicky was just kind of lying that she goes to church all the time. She definitely does not go to church all the time. She, she didn't even know that guy died two years years ago yeah so she probably hasn't been there in two years exactly why do you think it was so important for her to lie to samantha about that i think it's all about appearances even outside of sort of the pageant she has to be this perfect you know oklahoma gal oklahoma pageant coach and religion's a huge part of that sort of southern culture especially in the pageant world and so i think that she can't come off looking like a hypocrite you know what i mean so she has to just kind of fake it till she makes it but i did like the fact that they discovered her singing voice at the church i thought that was a fun little way to sort of get from point a to point b i love that as well and i love how they were like it's a miracle and i'm like great (laughs) things happen in church and it was so good it was so good but she can only sing facing the wall which i also think she just like turns around there's this huge mirror and she's like ah (laughs) 
<laughs> the comedic timing in the show is so great. It really is. Um, at church, also, uh, before that, she, um, Vicky finds out that Robert is back in town, an old flame. Yes, who is this Robert? So I mysterious. Don't know. I don't know, because episode four is also when we're getting to know a little bit more about Vicky's current boot, which I think he's very, very fine. Yeah. They have he's a young, he's sex. young, too. So it's like, ooh, all right. Yeah. All right get it, Vicky. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't really bring him up uh, when we were talking about episode three, because when we were talking about I wanted to keep it for episode four, because in episode three, it just seemed like super, super steamy sex. Mm. But he seems maybe a little bit younger. I'm not too sure. But it kind of seems that it was just that. But then in episode four, I had to write him down because he's actually making her dinner. They're bonding. He's yeah. opening up about his life. He wants her to meet her daughter. Uh, he's giving advice on, like, he's shading the Texas girl, which I thought yeah. was funny. Like, he obviously is very invested in her job and, you know, her interests, even if he doesn't quite get it. Like, he's definitely trying and trying to cheer her up. And I, I agree with you. I really love that scene where they're just, like, throwing massive t- Oh, she's trying too hard scrolling through Instagram. I thought that was great she does so much charity oh she's trying too hard (laughs) it was really funny uh he asks her if she wants to meet you know his daughter and she's like children don't don't like me i don't find that surprising no (laughs) that makes a lot of sense (laughs) it does uh but what do we think about robert being back in town i don't know i'm not gonna lie i'm not like super invested in sort of his storyline yet just because we don't know quite enough about him like yeah. well i mean well i don't know if i'm spoiling for episode five so I i'm not gonna yeah i'm not Stay gonna i'm not week. gonna we'll talk about that next week <laughs> uh but yeah i get where you're coming at and i after seeing her with her current boo i'm more invested in that relationship yeah same. and i want to see more of that um i also want to see you know a more of i Texas. I, we're, we're hopefully going to see her in the upcoming yeah. episodes. And Mandy, her coach, because um, that's another person that can really sort of pull no punches when it comes to Vicky. I love how Vicky has, obviously, I, I would expect her to have rivals, but this is more so, it feels like a, a competition rival, like a, that she almost seems as her equal. Um, oh, yeah. Which I'm very excited about. And they're so fake to each other, which is great. Oh, great. Yeah. Come right across the state lines. We think we'd love to see you. Yeah. <laughs> that phone call at the end was just so, just the best. It's just that Southern hospitality. Just, oh, bless your heart. Bless your heart. That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> uh, which for, I think most people do know, but I have to say, I didn't know. I really, for the longest time, was like, that is the sweetest thing. I love that. Bless your heart. I'm like, that is the nicest expression. I want to start. And, I'm, and I found out because I went to Texas to visit my friend. I'm like, I can't wait to use that. And she's like, what? No, 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 no. You can't use you that. You can't say that. <laughs> I'm like, no, but it's so sweet. She goes, no. Listen to this. Oh, bless her heart. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Oh, I get it with that tone now. So if you knew, you knew. And if you didn't know, now you know. That's so funny. Um, So, yeah. Anything else you would like to bring up about episode four? Um, I think that we about covered it. Yeah. Yeah. We spent through them, but we covered it. We spent through it. We definitely could talk about this show for hours and hours. But unfortunately, we don't have the time for that. But you know what we do have the time for? What? Tell me. Your special segment. What you got for us, Taylor? We have trivia time with Taylor, you guys. Yay! Oh, I love Boom. the sound. I love the sound. Okay, so this week our theme is, I think you're going to nail this one, Juliet. Uh-oh. It's pageant-themed movies or movies oh. with a pageant in them. Oh, All right. Sorry. First question. In what movie does Marsha Gay Harden play a pageant mom to Ellen Page's character? Is it A, she's the man, B, skate kitchen, or C, whip it? 
It's not She's the Man, because those characters were not in She's the Man, right? Because you didn't repeat it? I don't know. In what movie does Marcia Gay Harden play a pageant mom to Ellen Page's character? This is the name of the actress. No. So not that. What are the other movies? Skate Kitchen and Whip It. I haven't seen either. I'll just say Whip It, because that sounds like a fun movie. It is Whip It. Ding, ding, ding. Good job. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. It's a great movie, too, by the way. It has Kristen Wiig in it as well. Oh, cool. And Drew Barrymore. It's awesome. It's a great cast. All right. Second question. Who did not star in Little Miss Sunshine? A, Tony Collette, B, Steve Carell, C, um, Greg Kinnear, or D, none of the above, they all starred? Oh, God. I know exactly what everyone looks like, but I'm so terrible with name. Obvious, names. Obviously, Steve Carell was in this movie. So I'd say either the first name you mentioned or the last, or the not all of the above, but the one before. Yeah, they were all in it. So they none of the above. <laughs> You it's tried. okay. It's okay. We'll but I love, it. Yeah. I love this trivia because, again, guys, like, if you haven't seen these movies, I, I mean, I recommend them. I haven't seen yeah. them all, but thank you for that, Taylor. Of course. Well, we have one more, too, okay. and I think you'll get this one. Okay. In Miss Congeniality, which state does Sandra Bullock's character take the place of? A, New York, B, New Jersey, New Jersey. or C, New Mexico? New Jersey is correct. That movie is my jam. Gracie I Lou Freebush. <laughs> Gracie Lou Freebush. I'm going to so go ahead good. and watch that again. Guys, I love that the movie. The second one's good too. The second one's good too. Which is surprising because sequels can sometimes. It was not great. Be great. I saw the first one and I think it was PG or PG thirteen, and I wasn't really supposed to see it. But uh, I grew up in Europe, and so we don't have that. So my mom took me, and I loved it. And then we were in the states, and I was like, "Oh, let's buy!" I need to buy the cassette. I was super pumped about, it, and then the they didn't cassette. let me. Buy- yeah, they didn't let me buy it, and I was so upset. I'm like, "No, I made my mom make me go to the movie theater so many times." That's hilarious. Anyways, I'm getting off topic, but the topic is go see that movie. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. It's almost as good as this show. <laughs> um, I believe we have some news and gossip. Yeah, we do. Ooh. So, Catherine Zeta-Jones has been doing some publicity for the show, and she had a great interview on the Today Show. Um, So, in the clip that we're about to show, she talks about one of the most powerful scenes, I think, which is at the end of the pilot, where she um, is, like, binge eating and sort of throwing against the wall, and it was just a very powerful scene. And then she also talks a little bit about Facebook Watch as a platform. So, let's go watch that clip. Facebook Watch is such a great platform. It really is. What was interesting after I shot that scene in particular, was that both men and women on the set came to me and kind of held my hand and went, Mm. wow, that really touched me. Mm. Both men and women. And these were the crew members. These were um, hair and makeup. These were not models. These were not Mm -hmm. actresses or ballet dancers where one would associate bulimia or anorexia with. Mm -hmm. So it was interesting. And, And the great thing about being on Facebook Watch, which is a completely new yeah, platform, yeah, yeah, sure. um, is that there is the content, and then there's the community, and then there's the conversation. Mm-hmm. So, if, for example, issues like that, people can communicate, mm-hmm. yeah, share mm-hmm. stories, share the lightness and the darkness of these characters, because... Um, like I said, the character. Yeah, that's about Vicky, kind of where she stops talking on, on about the, Facebook the, Watch and all of that. But I just yeah. thought that was such a great clip because I I did really really love that scene. Um, and and the other scene in the pilot I just wanted to touch on really quickly was the dressing room scene mm-hmm. where Bella's like in the dressing room and that's the biggest size because I like that's one that I felt like I could really relate to too. When it's just so hard because obviously Vicky's not trying to make her feel bad, but just like being there and looking how she does just kind of you know makes 
makes her feel self-conscious. Yeah. You know? I just, this show is doing really good at subtly touching on a lot of those issues without it being, like, too after-school special, but also making so light of it that it's just, you know, funny and yeah. disrespectful. So um, I'm just really, really loving it. I'm so excited for more. I am, too. And I really like how at the end of episode one they had a disclaimer, like, if you are suffering from mm. any dis- uh, eating disorders, uh, and those come in so many different shapes and, you know, different forms of them. Um, and I really like how they were just putting that message out. And just as, as uh, Catherine was talking about, you, we have Facebook Watch. It's such a great platform. As Taylor and I know from doing Sacred Lives together, which you should go check out. You really it shows like this great a, a bonding, and you have these communities, and you're online, and you get to meet people who are fans just like you are, and talk about these issues. And uh, shout out for, to Facebook for putting shows like this together. Yeah, that are- and there is a community page for this show too. So if you're like a super fan of it, definitely go and join it. it you have to like request to be in it but you just have to say why you want to be in it and then the admin will let you in and you can talk about and get notifications from other fans and it's really cool it's just like a fun little bubble to kind of talk about your favorite scenes and different news and stuff like that and taylor has the hookup show She'll help us out, Yeah, right? I will, you guys. <laughs> uh, with that being said, you want to get in some quick predictions? Yeah, let's do it. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Well, I think that, not necessarily in the next episode, okay. but I think that by the end of this season, Bella is going to find out the truth about who her mother is, and I think that's going to get pretty ugly just because the women in this family are strong-willed and stubborn and have their opinions and I think that could definitely be a really emotional um and just like jarring thing for her so I think that's going to be a crazy scene to yeah, see I think that that you know shit's going to hit the fan I <laughs> definitely do too and then like I touched on earlier I think that we might see a little bit more of everyone's vices like Mary's drinking problem Nigel going off and um you know hooking up with the dad who is obviously married to a woman that's very complex situation there and just kind of seeing how all of that unravels yeah i'm i I, you kind of stole some of mine but that's okay (laughs) uh i really yeah i I agree with a lot of those i think we're gonna see a, a love triangle between robert and vicky's new boo and there's gonna be tensions and fights and I think it'll maybe inappropriate relationships questions. I don't know. But that's going to get messy. I see it get messy. Mm. But also, keep, you know, still keeping it steamy and sexy is what I'm hoping for. Because I really like that guy with that yeah. shirt on. Do you think Samantha's going to win Miss America? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, the million dollar question. The million dollar question. And you know what? I don't really have an answer for that just yet. Because I also kind of want to wait and see how things yeah, unravel. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, one thing I do predict is that, and actually I know this for a fact, we will be back to cover yes. episodes five and six and all the other ones after that. Yeah. Uh, and we are so thankful for you guys that you're, you know, here with us listening and tuning in. Again, make sure to comment. Uh, we have the Facebook community, as we talked about, and then we have the Afterbus community, which, you know, kind of we're... We're meshed together, and we really appreciate you. If you also want to keep up with us, you can do so on our social media. Taylor, tell people where they can find you, what you're up to, what shows you're doing, yeah. all of the above. You guys can find me on Twitter at Elphaba underscore Anne, on Instagram at Taylor underscore Gates underscore. I'm also doing Leah Remini's documentary, Scientology in the Aftermath, tonight at 10 p.m. Pacific time. And I also do Legacies every Thursday at 10 Pacific time as well. So you can catch me everywhere. <sighs> That's 
That seems very cool. I can't wait to watch you do those shows. Yeah. If you want to keep up with me, uh, you can do so on Instagram at Bonjour Juliette. I produce the Leah Remini show, and yes. I might hop in on air. We'll see. But uh, I also other shows I really highly recommend are Botch. Go back and watch that. I covered that a few months ago. It was really, really good. And if, if you like Facebook Watch... Sacred Lies. We did their official after show, and we also did an official after show. What was it? Sorry for your loss. Sorry for your loss. Again, Facebook is such an amazing platform because it allows you to just have that community. And both of those shows, including obviously this one now, three with this one, have those communities. So go watch our after shows and be part of it and have fun. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.